You're listening to a Sunday service podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We're a faith community committed to racial justice, a place where we practice a deep and authentic welcome, where we listen deeply to where love is calling us next, and a place where with humility, courage, and compassion, we act for justice in the world. To learn more, please visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org. Good morning. Good morning. I invite you to rise and sing with me. The hymn is Love Will Guide Us, Peace Has Tried Us, Hope Inside Us Will Lead the Way. Sing with me. Love will guide us, peace has tried us, hope inside us will lead the way on the road from greed to giving. Love will guide us through the hard night. If you cannot, if you cannot sing like angels, sing like angels. If you cannot, if you cannot, Speak before thousands, before thousands. You can give from deep within you, deep within you. You can change the world with your love. Love will guide us, love will guide us. Peace has tried us. Hope inside us, hope inside. morning. Good morning indeed. We sound good together. I love having singing as part of what we are up to together. I love this feeling of being together. Folks online, I hope you are singing out as well. So good morning and welcome to First Universalist. It is so very good to be together. Welcome to this community of love and hope where people have been coming for generations for nourishment and care, community and inspiration. We gather together because we need one another. We gather together because, as Grace Lee Boggs said, building community is to the collective as spiritual practice is to the individual. Building community is to the collective as spiritual practice is to the individual. We practice being in relationship with one another as one of the ways that we continue to give and receive and grow on our spiritual journey. So welcome to this community. My name is Jen Crow. I'm one of the ministers here, and this is a community where we welcome one and all. 
I'm especially happy to be here together on our annual water communion ceremony. This is the first time we have ever done water communion, both in person and online, so it is so good to have this chance to be together wherever we are. This is a service for all ages, and younger ones, we are especially glad that you are here today, and we have a job for you this morning that's a bit like being a detective. So, see if you want to try this out. Here is the question we want you to try to be able to answer by the end of the service. Why do Unitarian Universalists have a service called Water Communion? What is this all about? Notice what we're doing, what we're saying, how we are together. Play detective a little bit. And then at the end of the service, if you want to, talk to somebody else and answer the question. Why do we as Unitarian Universalists have a water communion service? And adults, feel free to play this game as well, of course. Now, universalism means that all are welcome and wanted, whole and holy and worthy, just as we are, and all of us have room to grow. Here in this congregation, we believe in the spirit of love and hope. We trust in the cycles of giving and receiving and growing together, and we put our faith into action with some very specific spiritual practices. We listen deeply to where love is calling us next. We welcome, affirm, and protect the light in each and every human heart. And we act with humility and courage and compassion to create a more just and equitable world. We believe that the transformation of the world and the transformation of ourselves are intimately connected. And we commit to creating spaces of liberation and joy and love within, among, and beyond ourselves here in our sanctuary, and of course, if you are somewhere else, we make room for our whole selves, including the bodies that we live in, which sometimes get wiggly or need to move or want to stay still. So this is a big space. Feel free to use it. Don't feel like you need to sit still. If that is hard for you, it's okay to move around. We remind each other that COVID-19 is still with us, and one of the ways we care for each other is we ask everyone to mask in the building unless you're speaking from the pulpit or leading music or eating or drinking. If you're new to First Universalist, a very special welcome to you. I'm so glad that you are here today. Please introduce yourselves to somebody, check out our online newsletter, pick up this uh, flyer about how to kickstart your fall and the many different ways to get connected as individuals and as families, there are so many ways to be a part of this community. Our religious education classes for children and youth begin next week at 9 and 11 a.m. You can still register if you haven't already. There is room for you. Check that out. Just one more thing that I want to add. Next Sunday, there is a very special service this is the celebration of Reverend Jen Crow's 10 years of ministry with us. You can uh, find this on social media under the hashtag Gen10. There will be cake 
there has been in the liberal a, a series of pieces written by members of the congregation talking about all of the many ways that Jen's ministry has impacted this congregation over the last 10 years. We encourage you to check that out. Uh, we encourage you to come next week. And also, if you'd like to leave a note of thank you and congratulations for Jen, there is a box down in the atrium so that you can do that. Thanks, Arif. Thanks, everybody. I'm looking forward to celebrating and to the next 10 years and what we're going to do together. So it is a joy to be leading worship today with Reverend Arif, with Lauren Wyeth, with Franco Holder, Dr. Rideout, Laurie Stevens, with our ushers and greeters, with Jen and John on tech. We're so grateful for everybody making this come together and happen. So let's take a moment to welcome ourselves wherever we are. For me, I'm taking a moment to firmly plant my feet on the floor. We have this practice together of three intentional breaths as a way to settle our bodies and to arrive in this space together, connected across miles, across time. So I invite you to join in as you feel comfortable, taking a breath in and a slow breath out. A breath in and a slower breath out. And then one more breath in, breath out. Through our breath, we are connected across generations, past to present to future. And here, in this moment, in whatever place we find ourselves, we remember that this place we are was inhabited for thousands of years and is inhabited still by members of the native nations of this land. And we commit ourselves to learning the larger stories of all the people and beings of this land, to truth-telling and to repair. Please join me in saying the words for lighting our chalice. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Church is a place that we bring together all that we are, and share it with one another. Together we have more and together we can do more than we might be able to do alone. One of the things we bring to our congregation and put together is our financial resources. If you are in need today of pastoral or practical support from your congregation, please reach out to any of the ministers or staff Together, we gather and share. We give, receive, and grow. Today's offering goes to support the church's ministries with our high school youth. And in particular, the, the offering will help provide a surge of support that will allow us to pilgrimage to places of significance for Unitarian Universalists with our youth stepping out of the stream of daily life 
and into deeper spiritual experiences that catalyze the growth of spiritual community, the development of leadership skills with a solid foundation in our UU values, and lifelong UU identity. Please give generously as you are able in support of our next generation and to keep our faith flowing into the future. The ushers will pass the baskets or you may give through the link shown on the slide. Thank you. When a raindrop hits the river, or a stone, or a plastic bag, and the water begins to ripple, often short, nearly identically tiny waves, eventually longer and slower than the first, when this happens, we see a lesson of our own relationships. That which touches us, touches us all, whether now in quickness or then in wobbles we barely even notice. There is a word called Ubuntu from the Zulu people of Southern Africa. Ubuntu describes that I am me because of we. That whether we can see it or not, everything we do is connected to everything we do. The choices we make bless and hurt us all. This is why we take moments in our time together to pray, to share our stories of joy and sadness, to make peaceful silence for the space of mystery and questioning as one big body. It helps us all to keep each other well. It helps us all to love each other and practice peace. You see, we are the rippling of many stories, yours and yours and yours and yours and mine. And in the great ocean of all that exists, we are yet one drop one echo, a ripple, 
of lives all time long. So I invite you into a moment of prayer and quiet keeping. Because every time we come together, someone needs to pray. And every time we come together, someone needs to be prayed for. Every time we come together, someone needs to sing and someone needs to be sung to. Someone needs to be quiet. And someone needs to hear that the people are willing to keep quiet. This is a good time to remind you of the joyful truth that silence is merely the absence of intentional adult talking. That the rest is a symphony from the divine uh, and we would be wise to learn of it as such. Settle more deeply into your body as your body tells you it wants to settle. And let's keep watch over each other and hold our cares and our realities as the many drops that they are, the ocean, the river, the sea of living that is us. Here, gathered together in the silence and the sonic evidence of life. We remember the poet laureate and her advice, Joy Harjo's advice, that to pray we merely open our whole selves to earth, to sky and to sea, to the one whole voice that is us. And so we celebrate together in the places of joy and we grieve together in the places where our heart breaks. With the community joined together in hand and heart, we can make moments of peace and wellness and ease a little more possible for and with each other. There is one place, there is but one place where time and death have no dominion, says our Minister Emeritus, the Reverend John Cummins. That place is love. As time moves us into the next moments, 
let us pray together with all of our hearts and in the name of love that addiction lose its grip. That love and compassion and kindness find its way to our eyes and our souls. That joy break our bodies free. And that we might be loosened to commune in love with one another ever closer every moment of each new day. So may it be among us. Will you sing with me? I hold in my left hand a glass of water. In my right hand, I hold a globe. And I am somewhere in between these two. Our water communion is a ritual that uses symbols. This water, this globe, and even in some sense myself, are symbols, which is to say that they are things that point to a bigger reality that they participate in. Like that little acorn from our story last year, pointing up at the oak tree saying, we are that. This glass of water is a symbol for that bigger idea of water. Imagine the biggest idea of water that you can. Maybe it's the Mississippi River. Maybe it's a swimming pool. 
Maybe it's a bathtub. Maybe it is the great big ocean or that gorgeous Lake Superior to our north. Hold that image of water in your heart. The globe is a symbol pointing to the reality of Earth. Imagine that with me, too. Maybe when you picture the great big reality of Earth, you imagine the banks of the Mississippi River. Maybe you imagine yourself on a beach. Maybe when you picture the reality of Earth, what you see is that famous image from the Apollo space program. The Earth as seen from the moon, a blue-green orb surrounded by darkness. All of this points us at a bigger reality. All of this is like that little acorn pointing at that bigger reality, saying that we are that. We are that water. We are that earth. Water and earth and a little bit of stardust. We are that. We are that. We are that. Feel that reality. And know that how we care for the water is intimately related with how we care for ourselves. And how we care for ourselves is intimately related with how we care for the water. Know that you are water. Know that you are a body of water. Literally, about 60%. And know that when we come together, we create a river. A river of life that flows through time and space. A river of life made up of each one of our bodies of water the ocean in each drop, each drop in the ocean. Flowing, joining, becoming one with the river, the river becoming one with the ocean, dissipating again, rejoining another body of water further downstream later in the cycle. Bodies become bodies, become bodies again. We gather together for our water communion to remember that this is true. To take the water that we have gathered outside of us so that we can see it and touch it and act on it and bring it together as a symbol of the truth of who and what we are. I invite you to hold your container of water in your hands. And if you do not have water with you, whether you are here in this sanctuary or with us online. Hold your attention on your hands 
They are water, after all. See if you can find yourself in this water. Seeing in the water the plants that have nourished you, the water vapor you've breathed, the water you've washed in. See all of yourself in this water, knowing that church is here not just for the parts of you that you are proudest of, the good grades, the good job, the place on the sports team or the promotion, but also for the parts that you are least proud of, the parts that you most want to hide, the lies you might tell, the things you wish you had not done or did not still do, the angry feelings that you keep to yourself or the angry feelings you share in ways that hurt others. The water carries it all. It requires it all to be true and whole. At church, we hold the full reality of who we are as people, each person whole and holy, and we practice and support each other in taking responsibility for the harm we create, for the good that we do. We practice and support taking responsibility for all of it. And we practice having good boundaries, strong banks to hold the waters so that another person's harm doesn't spill over and hurt others. We know that that isn't okay. And we work to repair when that happens. Pray all of this into this water so that when we offer up our water, it is all of us that we are bringing here knowing and trusting that together the ocean refuses no river. Because we are blessed to be part of a larger great ocean of time and place and stories, our water is no water without all the other water, including the water that is missing. And so we cannot celebrate water communion and not say that Flint does, still does not have clean drinking water. We cannot celebrate water communion and see the clarity in our own water and not say that Detroit still cannot afford clean drinking water and we can't have water communion and not say Standing Rock and we can't have water communion and not say Pakistan and Jackson. And you have, you have more names. I invite you to call them out as you think. Yes. 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 Even these stories are part of the great story that ought to elicit from our hearts compassion and from our feet the action of justice and love. The ocean refuses no river. The ocean refuses no river. 
no river the ocean the ocean refuses no no river all of us are welcome and wanted whole and holy and worthy with all of our stories and all of who we are and so we bring our water as a symbol of that connection of that community we are building so if you're here in the sanctuary, I'm going to invite you in just a moment to head to one of the stations. We've got one here, one in the back, one up here to bring water if you brought it. If not, there's water that you can use there as a symbol to touch your water, to feel it, and then to pour it into the container as a way of merging our shared water together. If you are at home, Wherever you are, we invite you to bring some water too, to pour it over your hands, to feel it, to add it into another container. And then if you are able to go outside later, pour it into any space you'd like as the waters all connect to each other. So let's do this together. If you're in this space and getting up and moving around doesn't work for you, I will keep an eye for you. Flag me. I'll bring you some water that I can bring into the shared container.
gonna trouble the water in the water in the water in the This morning, we honor what water teaches us about life's sacredness and inevitable changes. Water constantly cycles through different expressions, standing, rushing, evaporating, raging in rapids, rippling in lakes, roaring in falls cleansing and nourishing the earth through rain. The cycle begins again and again, but each time different. Like water, may we be carried by the surprise of our own unfolding. Like water, our lives also know many phases. On this morning of remembrance, 
May we honor the deep waters of this place, the deep life we are invited to share together, and recommit ourselves to journeying with each other, calling each other in again and again, trusting that we are not alone as our lives take new shapes, trusting always in the transforming, extravagant powers of love. Dear ones, the river is joined. What we created here, today in this sanctuary, in this bowl, in this gathered community, is a confluence, a place where waters come together. We did it here ritually. But really, we do it every Sunday when we gather. And here's the thing. If you've ever traveled to a river confluence and watched it, what you'd see looks quite different from this bowl of water gathered here. When rivers come together, they are troubled for a while. Perhaps God is troubling the waters. They don't flow together nicely. In fact, oftentimes they will stay separate, two distinct body, bodies of water flowing in the same channel side by side for some miles. Side by side for some miles in the same channel, resisting the change of coming together. You can see it because rivers are different colors. Tinted by the sediment they've traveled through, the waters that have fed them, and the runoff gathered on the way. Colored by the life that grows within. It isn't until the rivers come together that their color becomes apparent. They don't even know that they are a color until they meet another river. They don't become aware of their difference until another river troubles the water. It is only many miles further downstream that the merging is accomplished and complete. And so our ritual points us toward what we might be, smooth, flowing, and easily combined. And our ritual points us toward what we are not yet and already are. This is our paradox to reconcile. Thank God that we get to do this together. For the sake of the earth and our future on it, we pray that it may be so. Amen. Dear ones, I invite you to join me, rise in all the ways that we do rise, and let us sing. The hymn is 163. One, six, 
merging of our waters is accomplished many miles downstream. And today, in our hearts, our minds, and our actions, may our commitments guide us toward a world transformed by our care, starting with us. So may it be. Amen. Dear ones, as you go forth this morning, I have two invitations for you. The first is to spend a moment taking in the beauty that the visual arts team has created. This river that we are a part of and the harvest gathered waiting for us. The second is to remember and to live from the knowing that where you go, we will go. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting our ministry. Text First Univ, that's F-I-R-S-T-U-N-I-V, to 73256 to make your gift. If you are able to join us in person for Sunday worship, we'd love to see you in church. 
To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.